Hello and welcome to Clearing Out the Shelf, a podcast where I share and analyze the poetry that has been collecting dust on my shelf for months. My name is Preston, and today we'll be reading a poem by a wonderful poet named Olivia Gatwood. Olivia Gatwood is a 30-year-old American poet. She started writing poetry at 11 years old after a librarian suggested that she took up the art. Her writing career has brought forth two published collections of poetry, New American Best Friend and Life of the Party. She is associated with Button Poetry, a poetry company based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and has several successful spoken word videos on Button's YouTube channel. The poem that I'll be reading today is from Gatwood's book, New American Best Friend, and is titled Manic Pixie Dream Girl Says. A note before I begin reading, the definition of a Manic Pixie Dream Girl is as follows. A type of female character depicted as vivacious and appealingly quirky, whose main purpose within the narrative is to inspire a greater appreciation for life in a male protagonist. Now, onto the poem. Have you heard this record? Manic Pixie Dream Girl says. Let me save you with this record. Let me put the headphones on for you and smile while you listen. Cut to your point of view, watch me smile as you listen. Hear that? That's the sound of you becoming a better person. I'm going to paint a picture of a bird on your beige wall without your permission and you're going to love it. And you thought you hated birds. See me encouraging you to take risks? Manic Pixie Dream Girl wants you to do something you've never done before, like smile or go swing dancing. You want to know my name? You never call me by it anyway. If I had to guess, it would probably be a season or after a dead actress who you loved as a child. But this isn't about me. This is about you and your cubicle job, your white bedroom, your white Honda, your white mother. Manic Pixie Dream Girl says, I'm going to save you, says, Don't worry, you are still the lead role. This is your love story, about the way I teach you to live. Everything they know about me, they will learn when it's projected onto you. Watch the way you pick up my bad habits and make them look good. Manic Pixie Dream Girl talks too much, says bad words out loud, and cries at commercials. That makes me a funny woman, right? The kind people like to laugh at? It's easy to root for you when I act like this. So disagreeable. Such a manic dream. Dream girl, you're almost broken accessory. Manic Pixie Dream Girl says, let's play make-believe with my body. I'll be a vintage dress with an empty prescription bottle. Good girl, just bad enough. A burp and a curtsy. Let me be not too pretty. Hair fried from all that pink dye. Sex when you need it. Puppet when you're bored. Let me build myself smaller than you. Let me apologize when I get caught acting bigger than you. Let me always wait for this. Let me work for this. The convenient thing about being a magical woman is that I can be gone as quickly as I came, and when you are a whole person for the first time, the movie is over. Manic Pixie Dream Girl doesn't go on. There's no need for her anymore. Manic Pixie Dream Girl is too Dream Girl and you just woke up. Once, I told you I was afraid of my father, and for a moment, I looked so human the audience lost interest. You saw the crow's feet at the sides of my eyes and a small chip on my front tooth. I look just like everyone else. This whole poem is about how we use women in the media to direct a man's life. In this form, women are only needed to be guides and not to be main characters, to be lovers but unlovable, to be so inhuman as to not take away from the purpose of saving a man from his boring life. In her poem, Gatwa does an excellent job at depicting this character by giving her quirky dialogue, which includes jabs at the male character, including descriptions of her actions, which are meant to build the man's personality, such as painting a bird on his wall and making him listen to her favorite music. We only really start to see the reality of the girl's role after the first bit of the poem, starting with, Manic Pixie Dream Girl says, I'm going to save you, says, Don't worry, you are still the lead role. This is your love story, about the way I teach you to live. Everything they know about me, they will learn when it is projected onto you. Watch the way you pick up my bad habits and make them look good. 
Here, she's starting to reassure the man that she won't take up too much of the spotlight, just enough to make him a better person. The final sentence here, watch the way you pick up my bad habits and make them look good, further shows that the girl's purpose is overshadowed by the man's role in the narrative, and can also be connected to commentary relating to the different ways in which boys and girls are raised and expected to act. Later on, the girl says, Dream girl, you're almost broken accessory, showing that she fully recognizes her role as a healer while also acknowledging that she is not and will not receive any help for her own issues. She just gets to be the funny, lighthearted, whimsical character. Later on, the girl says, Let me always wait for this. Let me work for this. Reiterating the fact that her sole purpose is to fix this one man, while also showing that the manic pixie dream girl character is meant to be a two-dimensional and nothing more than a tool for a person's personal growth. The last couple of sentences bring forth the girl's forcibly hidden sense of humanity. Once I told you I was afraid of my father, and for a moment, I looked so human the audience lost interest. You saw the crow's feet at the sides of my eyes, and a small chip in my front tooth. I looked just like everyone else. Here, it's shown that women in media, particularly manic pixie dream girls, having a personality and or any sort of backstory deters the audience from the narrative. They're not there to see the woman be something special, they're there to watch a man grow and be a better person. A manic pixie dream girl only knows how to fix someone and will never be able to seek any help for herself, even though she, too, is human. And that's all. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Clearing Out the Shelf. Next episode, we'll be looking at an impactful poem from an extraordinary poet, Andrea Gibson. Until then, happy reading.